Welcome everyone to the Ovetola Daf Yomi Shur. Today's Shur is Daf Nun Chet. We are starting Perek Tamid Nishchat. Um, the next five Perakim are dealing with the Korban Pesach and all the different laws of the Korban Pesach. So uh, from Nun Chet, which is 58, to uh, 98, which is 40 blot, we have 40 blot of Korbanot. Followed by another twenty blot of Pesach, night of Pesach and Haggadah and other stuff, but forty blot of Korbanot coming now. These forty blot of Korbanot are going to be our intro to Seder Kodashim, which is going to come up at the end of the right before another five years from now. Bezat Hashem, we'll be talking about. Uh, uh, we'll have another well, almost a year of all all different uh, Korbanot and Kodashim stuff. But as a as an intro, we're going to start over here. So everyone has seems to be starting with an intro. I'm going to start with one also. If you look on Daf Nun Zayin Amubet after the Gemara finishes Makom Shenagu, Makom Shenagu is the end of um, the end of of uh, Pesachim as we know it of the regular the Makom and the places and the and the, the Elu Ovrim and the Isur of Chametz and now. We're going to focus on korbanot going forward. So over here, they brought, I don't know, I'm not sure who wrote it, but they wrote a seder velchot korban pesach lishon bekzara. Pesach lishon and pesach shini, there's two korban pesach, ones for people who are tahor at the time of pesach, pesach lishon. There's also a pesach shini for people who are tameh and couldn't do a korban pesach lishon, they're able to do pesach shini. Uh, this is a seder for korban pesach lishon. Uh, I read through it. Uh, beautiful thing. I'm not sure if we're going to be doing it here in our class over here. It's a beautiful thing to read if you have time. Uh, also, the article has a very, very nice thing. I want to just go through just quickly uh, uh, a few article laws. I think it's a nice <coughs> start. Um, number one, <coughs> there's different types of animal um, animal korbanot. Number one, there's a khatat. What you do if you do Avira is Ola. Korban Ola is completely off from the Zbech. There's Asham, and which is a different type of Hatat. We'll learn about that eventually. Shalamim is a Korban Shalamim, which is a peace offering. Sometimes goes on the Mizbeach. So parts go on the Mizbeach, part go on the Korban, part get eaten by the Baal. Toda is a Korban Toda. When a person gives thanks to Hashem for something, a Bechor is the firstborn animal goes to, goes to the Beit Hamikdash, Maaser, and Pesach. Now, um, there's uh, three parts of every of every korban. There's the blood that goes sprinkled on the mizbeach. There's emurim that go on the mizbeach, and there's the meat in the mizbeach. Okay. Um, there's different things for each korban. Now, Chatat, Ola, Asham, and Shamim for the community are Kodashe Kodashim. In these Kodashe Kodashim, those things, these type of korbanot, the meat is not eaten at all, uh, by or it's only eaten by Kohanim in the Beit HaMikdash. Okay? Now, uh, any of these the meat that's taken out of the Beit HaMikdash, of these korbanot, becomes yotzechutz, and it's a problem. You're not allowed to eat it anymore. Okay? Um, 
<coughs> then there's Kochek Kalim. Kochek Kalim are Korban Pesach, Toda, Shalamim, all these things could be slaughtered anywhere in the courtyard, not just in the north part of the, of the, of the Azara. All of them could be eaten by non-Kohanim, right? Except for the Bechor, and they can be eaten anywhere in Yerushalayim, okay? And there's no Me'ilah until you sprinkle the bottom of the Now, um, let's move forward. I don't think we have to go through all these things. Okay, let's go to the Korban Pesach. Okay. Unlike other, uh, other Korbanot, which could be slaughtered at any time of the day, the Pesach, Korban Pesach, is slaughtered specifically in the afternoon of the 14th of day of Nisan. And the meat can't be eaten until that night. Okay? Even during the night, the meat can only be eaten until Chatzot. Technically, it's, uh, it's, it's mutar till the morning. Um... But with Gizrach Hamim, that it has to be eaten by midnight. We don't want you to to eat it too late. Okay. Um, it's also a sur to do the avodah, the korban pesach, while the person do avodah, while you have chametz. You can't do you can't do it while you have chametz, right? We 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 mentioned that already before in this this mesechet. Uh, now. What they, the way they would do it, they would have three groups of people doing the korbanot. Each uh, each person would have a group doing the korban. So you'd gather together a bunch of families. Everyone has to eat a kazayit of, of the animal. And of the families doing the kazayit, one guy is the shliach, he'll come to the Beit Mikdash to do the korban. And there were three groups of people bringing korbanot for all Klai Yisrael. So I'm assuming they have quite a few families with each one, and they would split into three different groups. Okay, now um, each group would enter at a time to the korban, and while they're all doing the korban, they pass the blood from one to the other to get it on the mizbeach. And each person, they were some guys, some guys were running to grab some hooks and hang the and hang the korban on the hook in order to be able to cut it open and take apart the parts that have to be offered on the mezbeach. If they didn't have enough hooks, they would hold it on shoulders. They had a bunch of sticks that you hold on your shoulder, and while you're holding on your shoulder, you're taking apart the skin, taking off the skin of the animals. Um, during that, the whole time they're doing it, uh, they have trumpets playing, and they have levi'im saying, saying halal. They, they, they do it once, they do the whole halal once, and the whole halal twice, and in theory they would have to do it three times, they never had to do it three times. Okay? During those times, everyone, that's, that's the time that people are doing all the kobanot. That's group one, then group one leaves, the group, group two comes in, they're doing the same thing again, up to three groups. And each group is a group of one guy who, whose job it is to do the korban for all, who knows how many people, I don't know how many people could eat a, a kazayin of a korban together, maybe 200, 300, I'm not sure how many people could do it. I guess with somebody helping him, I don't know. It doesn't say. Okay. Now, then they have to eat it. Everyone has to eat it. M- males, females have to eat a kazayit. B- now, they have to eat it. Besides to bring it, they have to eat it. Now, in order to eat it, you have to register in a group from beforehand. You have to be part of a, a group of people with your family. Now, um, they have to eat it bachabura. They can't take their portion out. 
if you're eating with your group, you're not allowed to take it out of the area. There's a, you make mechitzot, and you're not allowed to take any piece of your korban outside of the area. Also, no one who is a arel, no one who has does not have a milah can eat it. Another rule is that even if you didn't, or if if you didn't do a brit milah on your son, you also can't do it. Okay. Also, if the guy's a mumad doesn't believe in the Torah, or to a goy who's a ger toshav can't eat it. Okay, good. Now, this has to be roasted over fire. The meat has to be roasted over fire. And it has to be roasted in a certain way. Where, like we said, remember the story with Tudus Ishromi, where, where they got upset at him because he did the stuff in Rome? So similarly like that, you have to take out the insides of the animal and roast it along with it on the side. So you stick a spit into the, in, uh, uh, into the front of the animal. The spit has to be made of rimon, um, rimon wood, wood from a rimon tree. Okay? Yes, you're allowed to cut down the remote tree if you're using it for a mitzvah. Yes, yes. Okay? And I know you're going to ask over here, Blue uh, Yamin. And we uh, use the remote wood specifically, stick it through the animal, take out the inside of the animal, roast it on the side, and it has to be on the fire. It can't touch the walls of the thing. It has to be away from the walls and being roasted the whole time. That has to be roasted at night. Now, that night, that roasting is not Toche Shabbat. So you don't do that roasting. If it's Shabbat, you're not going to be roasting and you wait till the night to roast it. That'll be a very tight time because you can't roast in the afternoon. You'll have to roast it in the night and eat it in the night. Okay? Now, you have to eat... Yeah, you, you, Normally, you have a Korban Hagigah first because you, have, you can't eat the Korban Pesach when you're hungry. And therefore, it has to be Allah Sova. And therefore... You have to first have the Korban Hagigah, eat the meat of Korban Hagigah, and then when you're full, you eat the Korban Pesach. Not full, full, but when you're not hungry anymore. Okay? Okay. So they usually have a Korban Hagigah, that's first, and then they eat the second one. Hagigah is not, you know, people could avoid it sometimes if you don't need to. It's not a halacha. If you tame, you do Korban Pesach, and then you do Pesach Shani. Okay? There is a mitzvah that if, if the whole community is tamemet, then everyone's allowed to offer it betumah. We'll talk about that later. And this Pesach Shani, okay, beautiful. Good. Let's get started. How long was that? Ten minutes, beautiful. Let's get started. Says the Gemara, Tamid nishchat b'shmona u'mechza. Tamid is slaughtered b'shmona u'mechza. Okay, this we need on the thing. Okay, you want to do it? You want to do it? You know You're not the guy? Okay, I'll do it. Fine. Tamid Rishat Bishmona Umechza Vikarav. Let me just do this over here. Hope pause. So, we have over here Tamid Nishat Bishmona Umechza. A normal Korban Tamid. Now, you have to know that besides for the Korban Pesach, there's a Korban Tamid. Every day, in the Beit HaMikdash, we start off with a Korban Tamid, and we end the day with a Korban Tamid. In the morning, the first Korban that we do over the morning is a Korban Tamid of the morning. The last Korban in the afternoon is always Korban Tamid as well. Now, what time do we do the afternoon Korban Tamid? The morning one is crack of dawn, okay? As soon as they see the light come up in the Mizrach, they do the morning Korban. Now, the afternoon one, it's, it depends on the day. So we're going to see over here. Our Mishnah, there's going to be our Mishnah, there's going to be a brighter with different opinions of when we do the 
קורבן פסח. Let's see. תמיד נשחט בשמונה ומחצה. תמיד is offered at eight and a half hours into the day. Every Jewish day, we know, is a 12-hour halachic day, we call it. And the first hour is the hour of sunrise. This morning, sunrise is around 7.19 or something like that. So from 7.19 is hour one. That hour today is about 48 minutes, something like that. That's the first hour, even though it's not an hour. But it's a halachic hour because we're splitting the 12 hours into 12 parts. The, the daylight hours into 12 parts. And therefore, each hour is 48 minutes today. In the summer, some of, them, some of the hours could be an hour and 15 minutes uh, around here. If you live in Alaska, then you could have an hour being uh, almost two hours, right? Uh, depending on the time of the day, time of the year. So that's in the summer. And in the winter, it could be, you could have a 30-minute hour, 20-minute hour, okay? So now, um, over here in, Bro- in Brooklyn, it's, it's around, around 48 minutes right now. Now, when we say 8.30, it means 8 hours and 30 minutes into the day. So, tamid of the morning is nishchat. We slaughter it b'shmona al-mechza. V'karav, and we finally offer it on the mezbeach b'tisha al-mechza. Take some time to do the, a bunch of stuff in the, in the korban. Just open it and split it open and, and get everything ready. Salt part of it, and it's offered on the mezbeach at nine and a half hours a day. That's a standard a standard thing. Barveb sachim, when it's Erev Pesach, being that they have a lot of korbanot that have to be offered a day, they move it up a bit. Then, Nishchat, it's offered b'sheva u'mechza, on seven, it's slaughtered on seven u'mechza, v'kara b'shmon u'mechza, and it's, and, and it's slaughtered on seven and a half, and offered at eight and a half. Ben b'chol, ben b'shabbat. There's a machlok at what this means. We'll see in the Gemara, but we're going to come out that this means that, the, that whether it comes out, whether Pesach is a weekday or whether it's Shabbat, Weekday means every day besides Friday. Mm-hmm. Okay, so Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, and Shabbat. Either to, either way, it's seven thirty, eight thirty. Now, if Erev Pesach falls out on a Friday, then things are different. Then it's slaughtered at six and a half hours a day, and it's offered at seven and a half hours a day. Now, the reason for this, they need more time to get everything roasted before Shabbat because since you can't roast it on Shabbat yeah. so here everything has to be roasted pr- before Shabbat they need more time so they can't have that even that last group of people we discussed that there's three groups of people even that last group of three people are going to need to roast their korbanot before Shabbat they can't go it, on a, any other day on a Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday and Shabbat you could always you could always roast it that night but here you can't and therefore we're tight Okay, and that's why we do it earlier at 6.30, 7.30. Okay, that's on the board. Okay, beautiful. Says the Gemara. Ve'apesach ha'halav. And the Pesach is always brought, brought right after the Korban Tamid. Again, these are the hours for the Korban Tamid. We're talking about the Pesach is right afterwards. Says the Gemara. Where did you figure out that the Korban Tamid is eight and a half hours a day? We're going to have two opinions. Amar B'shur ben Levi. B'shur ben Levi says. Da'amar K'ral Pasuk says. This is should be familiar to you guys. And the Pasuk says, plural. Sounds like there's two afternoons. And therefore, we do the following. It takes an hour to get it done. And therefore, if we take the whole afternoon, which would be 
a full period of six hours. That's two and a half hours on the side. Two and a half hours on that side. And one hour in the middle. Split it into two and do it in the middle. Ben Harabayim, in between the two Erevs. That's how we know to do it then. So according to Bishu and Levi, it seems to be a pasuk. It's a pasuk that you have to do it at seven and a half hours in the day. Mativ Rava. So Rava is the question. In our Mishnah, we said that when it's Erev Pesach, right, mm-hmm. we do it at 7.30, right? We're doing it an hour earlier. Usually it's 8.30, and now we're doing it at 7.30. Well, it's Chol Shabbat. If you hold that Midoraita, it's Chol Shabbat Midoraita, how do you say, oh, well, it's Erev Pesach, we can do it earlier. If it's Midoraita, you can't change it. If Ben Arbaim is Midoraita, it doesn't work out. Okay, you with us? Right. right, you can't just change things because it doesn't fit your schedule if it's Midoraita. Can't be Doraita. This schedule that we have over here cannot be Doraita. Ela Amaraba, rather of us is the following. Mitzvatod Tamid Mishyitnu Tzile Erev. Really, the Korban Tamid is the mitzvah as soon as the afternoon shadows come. Now, afternoon shadows means um, during during the morning you have a shadow. When when the sun is at high noon, there's no shadows because your shadow goes under you. Okay, so once you have the afternoon shadows, once the sun moved already a half hour, at that point, half hour afternoon, you'll have already shadows started casting shadows, and that's what we're talking about. So. <coughs> That's when it starts. My time, what's the reason? I'm going to Ben Harbaim. So that's his Ben Harbaim. At the time when the sun starts to set. Therefore, on the other days, where there are other Korbanot that have to be offered. It says, Aleha, on them is the Chedlev Hashem, is the fats of the Shalamim. We learned that. Ashleha, Hashem Korbanot Kolam. On it means on the morning you have to finish all the other sacrifices. It means after you finish the morning, you do the morning tamid. Then aleha on that one you do all the sacrifices, and then you do the afternoon tamid. And that's how we learned. So therefore, on a regular day, you wait two hours. You do it at eight and a half, right? Because the tzalah erev is at six and a half hours. That's when the afternoon starts. To add two hours for the extra to, to get all the korbanot in fin, finished up, and then if we do eight and a half. When Pesach afterwards, we do it an hour early. We do it at seven. When Pesach has to be on Shabbat, also the problem of roasting the korban, which you can't do that night. That over there because it's going to be Shabbat that night and you're not allowed to roast at night it has to be completely done before Shabbat then we make it at six and a half hours that's the time we do it okay so according to this it's not Deoraita we're just Asmachta Deoraita we're going to say that it's it's leaned on the Deoraita the rabbis leaned it on those that Pasuk but it's not a Deoraita straight there's a whole thing how the first rabbi could have figured it out. Okay, let's see what happened. What was the Havamin of the first rabbi? Rishu ben Levi? Okay, let's see. That's not, we're not going to get into that right now. Says the Gemara. Tano Rabbanam, we learned in a Now, we got to focus on this Brighta because this Brighta 
is going to be a, a vague brighter, which is gonna, we're going to have three different opinions of what it means. So we're going to put the brighter on the board over here. It says there, Kisiduro Bechol, Kach, Siduro Beshabbat. The same way we have its order on a weekday, that's how we have the order on Shabbat. Divrer Bishmael. These are the words of Bishmael. So Bishmael says, so Rabbi Ishmael says that Shabbat equals the weekday. The same order that you have on a weekday, that's what you have on Shabbat. That's the bright time. And Rabbi Kiva says, no, it's, it's like Erev Pesach. That's the end of this cryptic bright Rabbi Yeshua, Rabbi Akiva, about how it works. Okay. What does it mean? Amar Abaye, Hachi Kamar. Abaye says, This is what it means. Amar Abaye, Abaye says, Hachi Kamar, this is what it means to say. When the Brighter says, Kisiduro Bechol, Kachsiduro Shabbat, when Rabbi Shmael says that, what he means is follows. He means the following. Kisiduro Bechol Be'ere Pesach. Just like we do on a weekday Ere Pesach. So when it said Chol Shabbat, it means Chol Ere Pesach. Okay? Which means seven and a half hours. That's what we, that's what we said. But Chol and Shabbat on Erev Pesach, we said. Let me see Erev Pesach. Hold on a second. So according to Rabbi Ishmael, it's uh, seven and a half hours on both weekday and Shabbat. And Rabbi Kiva Omer, like we do on Erev Pesach that falls on Erev Shabbat, which is 6.30. Right? That's right. That's what you do on Ere Pesach falls on Shabbat also. So according to him, according to Rabbi Kiva, it's a machlo- this machloka Rabbi Ishmael and Rabbi Kiva is machloka. What do you do on Shabbat Ere Pesach? He's saying Shabbat Ere Pesach is like a weekday Ere Pesach, which is 7.30. And he's saying that Shabbat Ere Pesach is like a Friday Ere Pesach, which we said was 6.30. Okay? Okay. So the machloket is, what's Shabbat? Is Shabbat 6.30 or is Shabbat 7.30? So everyone agrees that weekdays, according to this, everyone's agreeing that, this is Abaya, by the way. Okay. Going to this, Abaya is explaining, everyone's agreeing that weekdays, that weekdays, regular weekdays are 7.30 and <coughs> Fridays are 6.30. Shabbat, is it like 6.30 or 7.30? That's the machloket. Okay. okay, good. Now, if so, Verbish that means that our Mishnah fits like Rabbi Ishmael. Because if you look over here, our Mishnah says that Chol and Shabbat are on Ed of Pesach is 7.30, right? And that fits with Rabbi Ishmael that, that Shabbat is 7.30. Rabbi Akiva is saying that Shabbat is 6.30, that doesn't fit with our Mishnah. Right. Okay. I'm sorry? The last part of the Mishnah is Ed of Pesach on Friday 6.30. So that doesn't fit with Rabbi Akiva, it only fits Rabbi Ishmael. Okay? Rabbi Ishmael didn't talk about it, but that's, he agrees it. Okay? Good. That's clear on the thing, right? But my kamifliki, so the Mori says, if so, what is the argument between the two rabbis? Okay. But Musafim called me Lebazichin Kamifliki. The Machloket is whether Musaf goes before the Bazichin. There are Bazichin on Shabbat. Again, the Machloket between the two is only on Shabbat, correct? Yeah. Now, one of the things you do on Shabbat is the Lechem HaPanim. Lechem HaPanim are uh, showbreads, goes on the Shulchan, and they're changed once a week. They came, stayed fresh a miracle the whole week. 
Besides that, you also have to change the bazikhin. There's two bazikhin, two spoons of livona, which is a type of spice, which has to be left on the shulchan. That has to be changed, right? Now, when there's a machlok, what goes first? So according to Rabbi Yishmael Savad Musafin, according to Bazikhin, he said you have to do Musaf before Bazikhin. And therefore, since you have to do Musaf before Bazikhin, Musaf you only do, if you look at Rashi, Rashi will tell you, Bazikhin, Bizman Musafin, Urchayah Beshesh, give you a yom, so the time of Musaf is at the sixth hour of the day. And therefore, since Musaf is at the sixth hour of the day, and then you have to do the Bazikhin afterwards. So you end up doing the following. So you say, Musafin Beshesh, Bazikhin Besheva, Vavalu Tamid Besheva Umechza. So the Shamid comes out at seven and a half. That's why the Korban Tamid comes out at seven and a half, because. Why? Because you have to do Tamid Musaf first at 6, then Yehu Bazichin afterwards at 7, and after 7.30 you have time for the, for the Korban, for the Korban Tamid. Rabbi Akiva went, no. He says, Bazichin go first. He says, the halakha is that the Bazichin have to go before the Musaf. So the Bazichin are going at 5. And then, or 5.30, right? And then you have the Musaf at 6. Which means at seven. Which means at six thirty, you're ready, ready for the korban tamid. For the tamid okay. So the bazirim b'chamesh, musim b'shesh, and tamid b'shesh umechza. Okay. Says the matkif la rava. Rava asks the question. Doesn't it say midiyu bekiva v'zul be'erev pesach shechal liyor be'erev shabbat katani? Does Rabbi Kiva say? In his words, in the Brayta, he says, like Erev Pesach. He doesn't say, like Erev Shabbat, Erev Pesach. His words were, like Erev Pesach. How do you throw in, like Erev Pesach on a Friday? You added those, those Friday words in. It's convenient, it fits very cool, but you added the words in, says the Ravah. Right? Kisudab Erev Pesach Stama. It says, like Erev Pesach. That's all it says. And therefore, Ravah is not going to like Abai's explanation. And he's going to have his own. Says the Gemara, <coughs> says differently. This is what it's saying. One more time. Rava says, This is what it means to say. Says Rava, This is what it means to say. Like we do on a regular weekday, which is eight and a half hours, right? So too you do on Shabbat Ere Pesach. So he's saying Chol is like Shabbat Ere Pesach. Okay, that's according to him. So it's 8.30. He's switching it to 8.30. Good. Rabbi Kiva Omer, Kisudro Ere Pesach, which is Ere Pesach, it becomes 7.30. That's how it goes. Kisudurob Ere Pesach. That's how Shabbat goes. So Shabbat, according to him, is seven thirty. So the machloket is is Shabbat. again. It's a machloket about Shabbat, but we want to know: Is Shabbat like a chol of a regular day, which a chol of a regular day 
is 8.30? Or is Shabbat like Ere Pesach, which is 7.30? Okay. And that's the machloka between them. Umat nitin, and our Mishnah, diktani ben bechol b'shabbat, our Mishnah, which says that chol and Shabbat is 7.30, that fits like Rabbi Akiva. So now, if I ask you who the Mishnah is like, over here I told you it was Rabbi Ishmael, now I'm telling you it's like Rabbi Akiva and not like Rabbi Ishmael. Right? Over here we had said that Rabbi, Rabbi, Rabbi Ishmael was saying that Shabbat is 7.30. That would fit the Mishnah, which said it was 7.30, fits like him, and not like him who says right. 6.30. But now, that we're switching over here, and that we're saying that, that he's saying, and the like Shabbat, that means 7.30, so therefore, our Mishnah fits like him, and doesn't feel like him who's saying it's 8.30. Mm-hmm. Is that clear? Yeah. Good. Now, but my Kamifliki, now, what is the basis of this argument? Over here, the question was, was what goes first, Musaf or Bazichin? That was the, the, the basis of the Machloket. Why they're saying one guy said 7.30, one said 6.30, in the Abaya's way of understanding. In the Rava's way of understanding, there's a completely different Machloket. What's the Machloket over here? Rishmael Savad Chayshinan Lemichmar Bishra. Rabbi Ishmael says that we're worried that the meat gets warm and spoils. Even in a few different hours on Pesach, it gets hot in Israel. And we're worried that in the Bet Mikdash, some of the Koran Pesach, from the time of the slaughtering, if it's early, till the nighttime, might get ichi. It's not being refrigerated. And therefore, therefore, Rabbi Ishmael says that we do 8.30 in the afternoon, Arbit, 8.30 Tamid, in order to do the Quran, right, therefore the Quran Pesach is going to be a little later, and it's not going to get ruined by the night, because we have a later and more fresher, right. whereas Rabbi Akiva is not worried about it spoiling. Okay? Good. So says the Gemara, Ilo So Mara says, if Rabbi Akiva is not worried, and he's doing it early, let him do it at six and a half to give more time. Right. Says He would. But he happens to hold that the Musaf goes first, like we thought Rabbi, like a like Abayas said in Rabbi Ishmael, that the Musaf goes first. When Musaf goes first, you can never do six and a half. Right? Yeah. He holds Musaf goes first. Okay. No, he holds Bazichin go first. If Bazichin, again, if the Bazichin, it depends when you're doing the Bazichin. If the Bazichin are going after Musaf, so that's taking more time, Musaf always has to be at 6, right? So if the Bazichin are afterwards, so the Bazichin are 6.30. You can't do this at 6.30, right. okay? There's no, according to, if you hold Bazichin are after Musaf, yeah, you'll never have any time at 6.30, because 6.30 is Bazichin time. Right, right. On Shabbat, you can't do it. Maybe on a weekday, we can't do it on Shabbat, because Shabbat, you got Bazichins. Okay? Okay. Good. And therefore, he, he would, the 730 rabbi would say, would say 630 if he could, because he's really worried about, he's not, because he's not worried about spoilage, but he can't, because Bazichin first. Now, I'm not going to write that in the chart, but you could put that as a note. Star right is, there, Bazichin, uh, yeah, but, 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 but that's not him. Oh, this, okay. this is different rabbis. This is, this is rabbi. Okay. Okay. Now, oh, says the Gemara. I remember. 
Okay. Mat kifla rabbar ula. Rabbar ula doesn't like Rava. And he says, Midi kisidrobe chol kach besidrobe shabbat pe'ere pesach tibre bishmael katani. When we talk about Rabbi Ishmael, do we say the words like you do on the weekday? That's what we do on Shabbat and Ere Pesach? No, it says weekly equals Shabbat. It doesn't say weekly equals Shabbat and Ere Pesach. You added those words, Shabbat and Ere Pesach. Right? Kach Sidobah Shabbat Stam. It says Shabbat, plain. So it doesn't say anything about Ere Pesach. Ela Ama Rava Barula. Rather, Rava Barula says, I got a noob shot. Hold on a second. Let's see if we can get this done. Rather, Rabbi says the following. Like we do on a regular chol. Now, a regular chol is 8.30. So too is Shabbat in general. Not at a Pesach. So Shabbat weekday and chol weekday are the same. We're not talking about at a Pesach. Like we do at 7, on Erev Pesach, which you do at 7.30, right? 7 hours and 30, right? Chol Erev Pesach. Kach Siduro Bishabbat Alma. Shabbat, not Erev Pesach. Okay. So according to this, the machloket between the rabbis is different than the other things. Over here, the machloket between the rabbis, I just want to show you over here. Over here, the machloket between the rabbis was all about Ere Pesach and Ere Pesach. According to this rabbi, the machloket between them is, is, is what is Shabbat on a week, on a, a non Ere Pesach. Right. Is Shabbat non Ere Pesach tamid like 8.30, which is like a chol, a regular chol one, or is it like 7.30 like the chol Ere Pesach? Mm-hmm. That's the machloket about a Shabbat on the weekday. Okay? Okay. And if so, our Mishnah goes, Divrakol, our Mishnah now, now goes like both rabbis. Because our Mishnah was saying that on Chol and Shabbat, Erev Pesach is 7.30. Every rabbi could agree that. The Machloket is over, over here only about Shabbat, Erev, Shabbat not Erev Pesach. But not, not on Erev, Shabbat, Erev Pesach. And therefore, this statement could fit like everybody. Our Mishnah fits like anybody. There's no problems. Okay? okay. So again, according to the original Pshat Abaya, our Mishnah fit like Rabbi Shmuel. According to Rava, and Mishnah didn't feel like Rishma, only for Sabri Akiva. According to Rava Bar, this is Rava Bar Bar Ula. Let's write it in. Rava Bar Ula. Our Mishnah fits like both. Okay? And what's the Machloket about? Machloket is do we make a Gizera about Nidarim and Vot? Which means, are we worried? Rabbi Ishmael Savad Gozrinan. 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 Nidarim v'nidavot. We'll explain that in a second. Lo Gozrinan. Okay. What is that? Uh, okay. Good. What does that mean? Lo Gozrinan. So that means, 
Rabbi Shmuel says, we're gozer Shabbat atuchol. He says, we have to make a two-hour delay on Shabbat, to make, according to Bishmael, to do it at 8.30. Two hours means two hours from 6.30. We have to do it till 8.30. Why? Because he's worried that maybe if on Shabbat you do it early, maybe you'll do it during the week early, and then you won't have time to do all the Nidrim and Devot beforehand. Because Nidrim and Devot are the, uh, the ones, the people, the donations, that you need time to offer on the Mizbeach. During the weekday, we take donations. During Shabbat, we don't take donations. And therefore, if we let you do it early, he's worried that if we let you do it early on Shabbat, because there's no donations, you might do it early during the week, and we make a gizera, and that's why we do it at 8.30. And he's not worried. No, Shabbat's different, and we're not worried that maybe you'll do it, and therefore he'll allow doing it early on Shabbat to 7.30. That's the Machloket. Right? says, So Rabbi Kiva is not worried about Making gizera that you have to do it early like the weekday because he's not worried that be, she says you're allowed to do Shabbat differently. Then why does he seven and a half? Let him do it six thirty. Okay. Says the Gemara, no. He also holds, like we said last time, that he that he holds musaf bazichin must be after musaf. Musaf. So therefore, he, since he's doing bazichin at six thirty. So he can't do the to meet till seven thirty. Okay, so simple. Okay, everything fits gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Says that on my TV, they have a problem. This is going to be a problem, according to Rav. I think. Let's see. Says the Gemara. There's a brighter. Here's a new brighter. Tamid shall kol Tamid of all all week. Karav kil is offered according to the halacha. Nishchat b'shmona umechza. It's slaughtered at eight and a half. And it's offered at nine and a half. So again, Tamid is, we should really write it, but I'm not going to do it now. Okay? Tamid, is nish, tamid of the whole year is slaughtered at eight and a half and Karav at nine and a half. Over Pesach, Nishchat Besheva Mechsa, and Karav Beshmona Mechsa. Chaliot Beshevat, if Ere Pesach wasn't Shabbat, Kicholiot Besheni Beshevat. It's like as if it falls out on a Monday. So if it comes out on Shabbat, it's like a Monday and it's the same. According to Abaya, let's look over here. According to Abaya, why? Because it fits exactly like Rabbi Ishmael according to him. Why? Because what we just said here is that the tamid is slaughtered at eight and a half and offered at nine and a half on on a regularly during the year and on at Pesach it's seven and a half eight and a half so seven and a half, eight and a half fits like a Bishmael. that's good okay. El Rava but according to Rava. Kasha, it's a question. During the over here, it says that Ere Pesach is seven thirty, and according to him, there's no Ere Pesach seven thirty, right? Chol Ere Pesach is never seven thirty. It's either eight thirty. It's eight thirty. According to him, doesn't fit. Okay. or I will answer you. Don't read it as if it falls on a Monday. 
not as if Erev Pesach falls on a Monday. <coughs> Don't say that it means like Erev Pesach on a Monday, which is 7.30. Either rather read it like, like a regular Monday. And a regular Monday, it's 8.30. And that fits like him. Okay. Understand? There's two ways to read it. You could either read the Brighta as if Pesach falls on a Monday. Now, when Pesach falls on a Monday, we said 7.30. And therefore, it wouldn't be good. Like him, because he doesn't have it. He doesn't have Pesach 7.30. This is Pesach Shabbat. Don't, don't look at Rabbi Kiva. Okay, Rabbi Ishmael, right, who is talking about uh, Shabbat at Pesach, is coming, and and and, and Chol is 8.30. But according to, we're talking about the Chol over here. So Chol is 8.30 according to him, and the Chol is 7.30 according to Abaya. So according to, this fit cool according to Robert, because we said that's when Pesach falls out on, and if Pesach falls on a Monday, we do 7.30. But he says no. He says, when the brightest says, it's like it falls on a Monday. It doesn't mean when Erev Pesach falls on Monday. It's like regular Tamid on a Monday. What's regular Tamid Monday? A regular Tamid Monday is 8.30. And therefore it says, it fits perfectly according to Israel, according to me. You misunderstood the Brachta. That's why you don't understand. There's a machlok between Abaya and Rava how to fit the Brachta. Okay? So if we want to add to the chart, Abaya says, Abaya says, Brighta number one is Erev Pesach Monday. And according to him, Brighta number one, we're going to have another Brighta in a second, I'm calling Brighta number one. Brighta number one is weekday Monday. I forgot to put over here what they're arguing about. What were they arguing about over here according to Rava? What was the argument about Benjamin? No. What was the argument? You know, oh, goes leaning the view of the right? Can you put it? We said that So the argument in that, that but over here. What was the argument about? According to Rabbi, that was according to Rabbi Ula. According, let me just give me a second. Oh, oh. spoiling. He is wor- not worried. He's not worried. Okay? Is that clear? Yeah. Good. What a chart. Okay. You're recording? Yeah, I'm recording. Let's go. I never stop them. Let's go. Okay. Another brighter. We have another brighter, which is a problem. Metivi, you have another problem. It says, Chali, Opa Shabbat, if it falls on Shabbat, it's like the whole year. When Ere Pesach falls on Shabbat, it's like we do it the whole year. It's like Ere Pesach during the year. Okay? So, Ere Pesach on Shabbat, is it like, according to Bishmael, it's like the whole year? And according to Bekiva, it's like Ere Pesach in general. Bishlam el Rava Nicha. According to Rava, it fits. Why? Because according to Rava, we're saying that Rabbi Ishmael, Rava had said, 
was saying 8.30. And here, where Rabbi Ishmael is saying, it's like the whole year, which is 8.30. That fits good. El Abayah, according to Abayah, it doesn't fit. Because Abayah said that Rabbi Ishmael holds 7.30. And now we're saying it's like the whole year. It doesn't fit like him. Amalek Abayah. Don't read the bright like that. I hold that the bright. No, it's not like the order of the entire year. It's like all the other years, which means like a regular era Pesach. Don't. So he holds bright the two. Bright number two is Kisiduro of er, like. Ere Pesach, which is Shabbat. Shabbat, which is 7.30. Okay, and therefore it fits fine, and it's okay. Says the Gemara. Okay, we're almost done. Tanur Rabbanam, we're going to the Brayta. Minayin shloye davar kodem letamish shahar. Where do we know that the first korban of the day has to be korban? We're done with this. Okay. We're good. Says the Gemara. Where do we know that the first, or at least for today we're done. Where do we know that nothing else of... Is before Kodem Shal Tamisha Shahad. Tamudumar Varach Aleha Ola. It says, on it, on Tamisha Shahad, you put the Ola. My Talmud, how do you see from this word, <coughs> from the Ola, that's referring to the Tamid altogether? Amaravarava says, Haola, the Ola, which means Ola Rishuna. That's the first Ola. Okay? How do we know that nothing could be after Tamid of the afternoon? How do we know the last Tamid has to be the last Korban? It says, on it you put the Chelvea Shalmim. My Talmud, how do you see from there that it's referring to the afternoon? On it you do the Shalmim. Meaning on the, on, the, on the Korban of the morning, you're allowed to have Shalmim on top of it after that. And not on its ko, which means the Tamit Shahad has a ko. Its ko is Tamit Ben Abayim. And it says, Aleha, on the first one, you can put a Shalmim. So you have a, you have a Mizbeach. On, ta, you, on the bottom of the Mizbeach, you put the Korban Tamid. Aleha, on top of it, you can put a Shalmim. But you can't put on top of its friend a Shalmim. And therefore, that's how we know that that uh, you can't that the last korban of the day has to be the korban shabin arbaim because you can't put anything on top of it. Mat is the question. When it says you can't put a shlamim, it says you put a shlamim. If you go learn it from there, it's not a good proof because it only says you put a shlamim on top of the morning one, not the evening one. That's only for shlamim. Maybe you could put ola on top of the evening one. Mm-hmm. You only disqualify shlamim. Right. El brother says hashlamim. hashlem kol It says hashlamim. hashlem. Read hashlem. Complete. Which means you have to be complete all the korbanot with the korban tabisha ben harbaim, and that's how we we mentioned in the morning. We say aleh hashlem This is the verse that we know. This is the pasuk that we used to teach us that the last korban is the korban tabisha ben harbaim. So the, the morning korban is the first one. The tamid is the first one, and of course the korban tabisha ben harbaim is the last one. Baruch Adonai leolam. Amen. Ve'amen.